Now, as I said, we've finished our fast this week. We've had a really, really powerful week. I've heard a number of testimonies. I've been so excited at the number of people that have been involved uh, in the whole fast. Uh, we've had a number of kids who are saying, yeah, I want to fast this. We had one kid uh, fasted furniture, or several kids have fasted furniture. Uh, Janaya actually fasted furniture and her bed. That was exciting. So she slept on the floor for a whole week. And she, fast, she actually wanted to fast an entire week of food, but I think that was, she wasn't allowed to because of all the activities she had on. But there's been so many people being involved in this. It's been really, really exciting. So we're going to open up for a, 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 just a short time of testimony. I'm going to ask Bree to come up to start with. I've got a mouthful of drink. <laughs> but uh, who's had some responses this week that they've seen God do things in their life? So I want you to think about, I'm going to have only about two or three people come up and we'll just see how it goes. I don't want to take up too much time because I want to give Robin time for... Um, for the preach, but you need, to, you need to be aware of the thing God is doing in our midst. And it's not just going without food, it's God actually doing things in our lives as well. So, Okay, so who knows when you fast, sometimes it can be quite full on. You know, everything that could possibly go wrong goes wrong, yes? Sometimes, yeah, Nathan's nodding his head. Okay, so I had that. Um, I started my fast and then on Tuesday I was at my mum's house and I'd just finished having a beautiful dinner, because my mum's an awesome cook, um, and I was on my way to the supermarket to go and get some groceries and put petrol in the car, and as you do, I checked my phone to check my account, and all of my money out of my bank account had been stolen, and I was like, whoa, literally like that, <laughs> um, and kind of fell apart a little bit, and then rang a friend who um, he's a bank manager and he got me on to cancelling my card and doing all of the bits and bobs that you have to do. And the lady on the phone from the Commonwealth Bank, she was lovely. She was really, really good. So they have to wait until the amount is stopped pending before they can actually chase it all up. So that happened. And that night I actually went, okay, I've got a choice here. I have a choice. I could stay really, really angry and I could be really upset and uptight over what somebody had done. And, you know, when someone steals from you, it literally is. It's quite, a, it's, it's a violating thing. It's just, it's like, hang on a minute. You didn't even ask. You just took it. <laughs> um, so I had a choice. I had a choice to forgive or I had a choice to stay mad. So I chose to forgive, <clears throat> which was not an easy thing to do. Um, so then I went to bed and the next day I, I got up and I went, I'm just going to keep forgiving because when I thought about it, I was still pretty angry. <laughs> I was like, right, just going to keep going until it gets a bit easier um, to think about and to talk about out loud. And so I'd forgiven and I stood on the promises of, you know what, it doesn't matter if I earn money. It doesn't matter anything like that because really it's not me who provides my money, is it? It's not us who provides. God provides a job for us. But he is our provider and that is a promise of his. So I was really challenged to stand on the faithfulness of God and to stand on his promises. There was absolutely nothing I could do. And all of this had happened just before Mother's Day. You know, and me and my brothers, we'd sat down and we'd had a good old time of chatting about how we were going to do Mother's Day. And we'd, we had done it up big. <laughs> it was, it was going to be awesome. But suddenly I was like, oh, oh no, I've got nothing. I can't do what we were going to do. And you know, all of that kind of stuff. And again, I had to forgive again and to stand on the promises and actually declare it out. You know, stand in my space, in my office, which is awesome, um, standing there and actually declare out the faithfulness of God and declare out his promises and declare out that he is my provider. 
So that's that one. And then that day I went, um, 20 minutes after I had forgiven again that morning, someone rang me and said, do you need some groceries? And I was like, yes. (laughs) And then someone said, do you need some petrol for your car? And I was like, yes, I do. So I had two things in the matter of 20 minutes after I had done that the next day supplied and given to me. I didn't, I didn't have to do anything but stand on his promises and stand on his faithfulness. So I'd gone up and got all of the bits and bobs and came back and um, just for a couple of weeks ago, I'd had a couple of weeks off of work because of some st- a stressful situation. So, you know, when something happens at work, you put in a worker's compensation, yeah? Because it happens at work and you get covered that way. So I had done that on the advice of my workplace and put in the worker's compensation and came home to an envelope popped into my into my gate and I was like what's this and I opened it up and there was a letter from a lawyer and I was like what why have I got a letter from a lawyer what is going on here and in it it said that my employer um, was disputing my workers compensation after they told me to do that so that would mean that I would have to then pay out all of the um, counselling fees that I've had, all of the GP fees, everything else. And saying, you know, for me, who had everything stolen from me out of my account, that was a big deal. I'm like, how am I going to do this? Um, and why have I got a letter in the first place? So, again, you have to kind of go through that process of, hang on a minute, it's not me who provides, it's God who provides. It's not me who can fix this. I can't fix it. I can't fix it. God has to. It's his his issue. It's his thing to deal with. So I rang my workplace and they were fantastic. They actually said, no, we're not disputing it. So it was literally the insurers who were disputing it. They'd found a little loophole and they were going their way and it wasn't going to happen. So my boss rang me back and said, we are going to take care of all of the costs out of our own pocket. Um, So that happened. So the faithfulness of God standing on it. Now I could have had, I could have had a really bad attitude. I could have let this get to me really really let it get to me because it was like the enemy had just come and gone whack up one side of the face and then whack up the other side of the face within less than 24 hours okay and do you know what I saw I have this is really exciting okay I saw the lion of Judah who is our father right like a lion so picture a big lion you know um, I've been to Kruger in South Africa so I've seen them in the wild they are massive they're huge so you picture Aslan you know, out of Narnia, big lion taking off, full pelt, taking off, dust going everywhere, full roar in motion, off he goes. And I just went, oh, enemy, you are in big trouble. You have totally messed with the wrong person. You've messed with the child of God and he's coming after you. You can run, but you can't hide because he sees everywhere. So God is awesome. He is awesome. I just want to encourage you to stand on your promises. Stand on them because he does not and he will not break his promises. Can I just encourage everybody that came up the front last week um, wanting prayer for breakthrough and, and sort of committing their fast to breakthrough to read 2 Chronicles chapter 20, the first 30 verses. It's absolutely fantastic, and it came to me on Wednesday morning uh, when I was fasting. So I, I fully believe it's from the God, from God. And uh, I just want to read one verse or one part of it, but read the whole thing. Read those whole thirty verses, 
It's an amazing thing, and it speaks right into what Bree just shared with us, as does um, this passage from it. Uh, it's talking about their enemies, and, and, and we've got Jehoshaphat, and God's telling him what to do about his enemies. And he says, tomorrow they will come up through the Ziz Pass. You must go down to them. You will find them at the end of the valley on the other side of the desert of Jeruel. You will not have to fight this battle. Just stand there and watch the Lord save you. Judah and Jerusalem, don't be afraid. Don't worry because the Lord is with you. Amen. We've got one more. Who's game to come up? I know there's been things happening. Um, uh, it's actually about Elijah, actually, this week. Um, it's funny because, well, funny in a way, last Sunday morning, he just suddenly got hit with a really, I think, stiff neck. It was actually, I think, I don't know, he was dancing up on stage with Liz while they rehearsed last week and about quarter to ten, he just suddenly was like, my neck hurts and he wouldn't move and he sat on my lap all through the service, which he <laughs> never does either. And, yeah, the rest of the day he just didn't want to move, it hurt and we, we prayed and I, I guess the amazing thing I loved was he just kept saying, pray, <laughs> pray. And, you know, when it wasn't instantly better, pray again, you know. And um, The next morning he wouldn't get out of bed himself because it still, again, hurt too much and um, gave him a bit of neurofin and, and anyway, and then later I stayed home with him that day and then he said, can you ask Opa and Oma to pray? <laughs> so um, I texted them and, and they did and actually within a couple of hours he was up and playing with his Duplo and and totally fine again. So, yeah, I think what was just really special was just he he's asking already to pray. He knows, yeah. Awesome. It's a real privilege for us as parents to be able to put into our kids and see them respond and see them grow uh, in the ways of God. I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to ask everybody to come up the front and if possible form one long line. And I want you to stand as close to the chairs as you can because you'll need to take a, a step. I just want to read from uh, Isaiah 54, which is our theme scripture for the year. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the, the desolate cities inhabited. Our theme for the year is expansion. Amen? We want to see expansion within our church, within our lives, as individuals, as families, within businesses, within ministries that are happening. And the purpose of this fast was to declare breakthrough. For myself, whenever I go on a fast, I'm saying, God, I want to become more intimate with you. I want, to be, I want to be closer to you, and I might be praying through other things as well. But I got up this morning, having finished the fast yesterday, I got up this morning, I was praying, and I really felt like God saying, you're about to step into, as a church, something new. And this morning, I just had a picture of us, as a church, taking a prophetic step forward. 
So you might be from another church here, and I want you to, to make this prophetic declaration for your own church, if you're here visiting, because we can make prophetic declarations. We are a people of God, amen? We can declare what God wants for us, for our lives, for our churches, for our ministries, our families. So we're going to pray, and I want you to, all together, when I say on the count of three, one, two, three, when everyone take a big step forward, as a prophetic declaration that things are going to be different. We listened to, the, um, uh, to Nate yesterday at this... Uh, um, perspective seminar and he was saying we need to actually have a name for our past call your past a name give it a name and declare that it's finished so we can call our past finished whatever you like but for our future we need to give that a name we need to start speaking differently over our own lives if we're going to declare breakthrough for our lives we need to start we need to start living that if our past is finished then there's no point talking about it anymore. No matter what's happened, no matter what your marriage has been like, what your job's been like, what school's been like, whatever's happened to you, it's finished. Yesterday is gone. The fast is over. As a church, we are stepping into something new. And last week, we prayed for a whole, whole heap of people that came up here needing an absolute miracle and breakthrough. And we continue to agree with that. And the thing is, with a fast, Jesus declares there is a reward for the faster, but it doesn't say that the fast will come while you're fasting. It could come six months later. So don't go, oh, nothing happened to me. I didn't get a, a great, amazing, powerful testimony like Bree did. doesn't matter. Continue standing. Continue believing for breakthrough. Continue declaring that Jesus is Lord over your situation, over whatever you need, have a miracle for. So we're going to pray. And then, uh, then all together, we're going to take a step forward. I want everyone to join hands. Father God, we declare that you are Lord. We declare that you are our king, that you are the king of kings, that you are our provider, that there is no God like you. Lord, we thank you that this fast is finished in more ways than one. But Lord, we are so grateful that you are our provider. We thank you that you are our deliverer. We thank you that you are our healer. We thank you that you are our miracle worker. Lord, we declare breakthrough for every person in this building. We declare breakthrough for us as a church. Lord, we declare your lordship. Now I want everyone to take a step together on the count of three. One, two, three. Father God, we declare breakthrough in this place. For every person who has taken this step forward, whether it's in the physical or the spiritual, we declare your lordship. We declare breakthrough. We declare change. We declare healings. We declare miracles. We thank you that children will be birthed. Jobs will be found. People will be provided financially. Whatever the need, Father, you know the need. And we declare your lordship because you are our God and we are your family. And we want to thank you, Father, for everything you've done. As a church, we declare from this moment forward that we are a church of expansion. And we declare your lordship over that. And we want to pray, Lord, even for those who are here from other churches. Lord, we pray your blessing upon their churches, upon their leadership. We thank you, Lord, for increase of knowledge, increase of wisdom, increase of anointing, that the churches that are represented in this building today will be churches that impact their communities for the kingdom of God. And again, we declare your lordship and we declare and prophesy expansion in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.